Yes, you lovely fuckers. Welcome back to the Christian Casanova Podcast, episode 33, Quenching Curiosity. How's it going, man? I hope you are doing sweet. I hope you're doing absolutely outrageously well uh, in everything that you're doing. And whether you have been listening to this podcast since the dawn of the Christian Casanova Podcast, or if you're new here, you might have just stumbled across it somehow, somewhere, and you're like, where the fuck am I at? Welcome, you know, this is um, this is the podcast dedicated to alternative education for teaching you things that you don't get taught in school, the shit that your parents never taught you. And if, like me, you're attracted to the more unorthodox, unconventional, obscure side of life, then <laughs> you're in for a fucking treat, man. We chat about absolute random shit on this podcast, but all providing you with intense amounts of fucking value. So, um, this podcast is basically dedicated to answering commonly asked questions. So questions that guys will email to me, questions that have been commented uh, on YouTube videos, comments that have been uh, sent to me or messages that have been sent to me on Instagram. Um, So I thought I'd dedicate an episode to uh, quenching the curiosity. So answering your questions to help you along your personal odyssey of self-discovery. So before we dive bomb into it, fellas, uh, I've got a couple of updates. Uh, I've written the updates down, otherwise I'll forget about them. And it's a a piece of lined paper from Morrison's. Good quality paper, man. Anyway, first update. Yes, new New YouTube video uh, was released yesterday. Thank you to everyone who's watched it. Thank you to everyone who's dropped it a like, commented on the video, uh, big appreciation, hope you uh, soaked up plenty of fucking value from that one, uh, if you've not watched it yet, give it a bash, show some love, uh, just have an absolutely sweet time with that, um, other updates as well, so coaching sessions, uh, they're all uh, in the mixer, you know, with Got plenty of coaching sessions planned now from the 12th of April onwards. Um, I'm proper, proper buzzed just to get back in the field working with working with my guys and just helping them to accelerate their progress, smash through their sticking points, uh, and just get to where they want to be. You know, it's just a fucking great place to be. Uh, when you're in the field, you're just on that endorphin high. It's just that natural narcotic of breaking the ice for yourself, getting yourself socially and seductively in sync, and Honestly, man, there's nothing quite like it. So, yeah, man, I'm buzzed. The good weather is here. It's giving me a taste of what is to come. And, yeah, man, all the coaching sessions that have um, got penciled in so far, yeah, I'm just fucking excited, man. Really, really am. It's just going to be the summer of absolute love, the summer of absolute glory of uh, outrageous value just spread throughout the world. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Christian. But what I'm trying to say, man, is I'm fucking excited to get started. So yeah, if you're interested in getting uh, individually tailored one-on-one coaching sessions designed specifically for yourself, uh, as always, just get in touch with me, ukdaygame at gmail.com or message me on Instagram at christianmagician and We'll get you sorted. Um, and yeah, the final update, man, is just about the uh, Stay Sexy UK tour. So the main framework of phase one is pretty much sorted, but I'm going to hold off releasing uh, the final framework just for a little bit longer because I don't want to publicize it. Don't want to send that shit public. Uh, you know, sort accommodation, sort travel, and then for the government to be like, so's mate, 
you're staying in lockdown, fella. So yeah, I'm sure you can appreciate, you know, we live in uncertain times, but you know, within the uncertainty, we will find a way to just get that sense of certainty, yeah? So find a little bit of order in the chaos, but to be honest, I quite like it when shit's a bit more fluid, a bit more up in the air, keeps you on your toes, keeps you, keeps you busy, keeps you excited. So yeah, don't worry though, you will uh, be notified in plenty of time because I know there's a, there's a lot of guys around the UK who are very keen uh, to get involved in their particular city and I want to see as much of the UK as possible. Um, I've actually, I was uh, just meditating on different things the other, the other night and I was like, yo, what I should do, yeah, I want to go on some like weekends away, so like to places like uh, Cornwall, Devon, you know, places I've never been, uh, like the Cotswolds, you know, just like places that I've never explored before in this country, but I can just picture the scene now, like in Devon, on, in some like obscure um, beach side, uh, like fucking apartment, just getting involved with some absolute worldies, summer romances, just temporary fucking romances, just all that fucking great stuff, man. It just makes me a happy guy thinking about all the insane misadventures that we're going to be getting involved with so yeah all the guys who've got in touch with me so far big fat thank you can't wait to meet up with you all uh just get involved in seductive shenanigans and yeah if you're an overseas person as well listen to this if you're in i don't know wherever you're around the world germany austria venezuela uh istanbul who knows man wherever you are either get yourself over to the uk to uh, get involved with yours truly to get involved with the greatest summer of our fucking lives, or you can soak it all up vicariously through the shit ton of content that I'm gonna be posting on YouTube. Like, I think I might get myself like one of them like proper good quality cameras, um, just like, you know, to fucking vlog it and shit, man, but <laughs> don't wanna bankrupt myself, man. I need to be careful. I'm planning all this shit, man. It's like, I've got like two pounds. <laughs> no, I won't mess it up, I've got like five, um, but yeah, man, so ho- hopefully I can get myself a nice fucking camera, but if not, it's not a big deal, man. Use my phone, use the camera that I have got. Um, but yeah, man, I think, uh, I think that's all of the updates. So let's uh, let's fucking jump into uh, quenching your curiosity. All right, man, so we're going to kick off the question first with a big, fat, juicy one. One that gets asked all of the fucking time. And it is, how many approaches per week is ideal. Now obviously it's impossible for me to provide you with an individually tailored response, that's what the coaching and shit is for. However, I'll do my best to provide uh, a general outline. So this obviously depends as well on your level of experience. Maybe you're an absolute beginner, maybe you've dabbled in street seduction before and you're a little bit rusty now, you're you know, trying to get back into it, you're wondering what the best way to go about things is. Um, what I will say man is it's different for everybody, okay? You don't want to be too anal about it because the reality is, like, uh, different things will work for different people, you know? So when I was first going out, yeah, I was going out about four to five times per week doing upwards of 15 approaches uh, per session, yeah? Um, And bear in mind when I first started, I was simply going up to girls, opening and closing, yeah? There's no middle part, so it was very much a case of see girl that I was attracted to, go up to her, excuse me, you look really good, no, this is a bit random, but another time, let's go out for some drinks, yeah? Now, obviously, this isn't the ideal way of going about things, but in the early stages, yeah, if you're a beginner, okay, the main thing that's gonna be holding you back 
realistically is just starting the fucking conversation. So personally, man, I wouldn't get too bogged down with that whole middle bit, the whole conversation thing. I think it's really important to just acclimatize yourself to opening and closing. Because I think in, like, in my experience, this these are two areas where guys really struggle with. Yeah, they're up the open, of course, we all know about the fucking uh, approach anxiety. How do you get over approach anxiety, Christian? You just go fucking do it, man. You just go do it again, again, again. Like, it's crazy. People have written like fucking volumes of books on approach anxiety, you know, how, how you can overcome it. And it's like, mate, I could write a fucking book on approach anxiety with one fucking page. <laughs> it's just like, just approach. Because that is realistically what it all boils down to. Uh, and then the closing aspect, you know, guys can then get really good at the conversation part, but they then don't have, they just don't have the, the the balls basically to then go for the number and they just become this uh, friendly, passive, uh, nice guy who has, give a girl a compliment, had a, a 20 minute conversation with her and then just said, all right, cheerio, bye-bye. <laughs> and obviously, you know, it's great to make women uh, feel great about life to enrich their existence. That's the fucking beautiful byproduct, but you don't want to just be going up to girls and having conversations and not declaring your uh, authentic masculine intent. You don't want to just be uh, having that conversation with a girl and then not going for the number yet. Because it's more weird if you've gone up to the girl, complimented her, have a co- had a conversation, and then just walked away. You know, like she knows why you're there, man. So that's why I hate the whole fucking indirect shit, man. It's bollocks, man. Like she knows why you're there. You know why you're there. Own the fucking shit out of the fact that you're there and declare your desire by going for that number, by pulling the, the trigger, yeah? So, um, if you want, like, an ideal, like, a number type of thing to work towards, again, it's difficult to provide, but um, the ideal, if you're doing a session-based approach, is probably um, doing three times a week, doing between 10 and 15 approaches, yeah? If that's a session basing. And this is something that you can build up to, man. Like, it's unrealistic if you've never uh, done a approach before. If you don't have a, like, a background in cold approach, um, you know, because bear in mind, you know, I've been performing magic since I was 13, cold approaching people. So the, the process came a little bit easier to me. It started to put in the fucking effort, man, but you, do you know what I'm saying? So, um, well, what the fuck was I saying, man? <laughs> Um, yeah, so yeah, about three, uh, 10 to 15 approaches uh, three times a week uh, is ideal. Yeah, if you're doing a session based type of approach, a session based means you're going out for about uh, 90 minutes or two hours um, and just approaching girls. You're going out for that purpose. Um, in contrast to that, we've got the lifestyle approach where you know, you've, 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 you've spent your time in the trenches, you've put in the volume, and now. Um, you're at a place where if you go into the shop to buy a loaf of bread, you see a girl, you're always on that on mode, yeah? It's no longer something that you do, it's something that you are. And I think this is the ideal, you know, this is the holy grail, this is where you want to be getting to. You don't want to be, <laughs> you don't want to be that guy who's been doing street seduction for like 10 years and st- is still going out Monday, uh, sorry, like Friday, Saturday, Sunday uh, for two hours doing session base. Oh, maybe you fucking do, man. Maybe that's what you like to do. I don't fucking know, but I think... I think we all want to get to a point where it just becomes integrated into our lifestyle, man. So, yeah, that's probably the ideal number to, to work, uh, to build up to, yeah? And, and, and do build up to it, yeah? You could start off by doing, like, I don't know, fucking uh, three approaches uh, three times a week. 
Um, and then you can build it up to like a five by five thing, you know, if you just go and fucking do um, five approaches five times a week and then people will be like, oh, what if I don't have the time? Make fucking time, man. It's very, very easy. You know, if, even if you're working a nine to five job, use your lunch break, approach before work, approach after work. It's very, very easy, yeah, to get in the numbers, yeah? If you really wanna do something, you'll find a way. If you don't, you'll find an excuse. So, to answer the question, what's the ideal number of approaches to get really good at street seduction? Okay, it depends on you, it depends on the individual, but as a general outline, three times per week, 10 to 15 approaches if you want to get really fucking good and of course build up to this man build up to it don't overwhelm yourself don't think oh shit i need to do this from the start no you don't have to man we're all fucking different push yourself but don't make the the uh don't make it so overwhelming (laughs) that you just get intimidated man you're just like oh fuck this man i'm just gonna stay home and watch netflix because that shit's too hard so yeah um, tailor it to yourself. That's the, that's the, the, the ideal, in my opinion, to work towards. Um, but just don't bombard yourself with too much too soon, okay? And you know, man, we're all different people. We've all got different levels of drive, of hunger, of motivation. Just because I was going out there four to five times per week doing upwards of 15 approaches doesn't mean that you have to do the same. Yeah, When I get involved in something, it just consumes me. I become obsessive. I immerse myself completely. I want to just keep doing it and doing it and doing it until I feel like I've become fucking great at it. Yeah? So I appreciate we're all different. Um, and you know it's it's difficult to provide individually tailored responses uh, on this podcast. However, just keep in mind as well that it should be fucking fun. Yeah, you should be having a good time doing it. Now, I appreciate you might be sat there thinking, Christian, shut the fuck up, man. Like when I go out there, I'm fucking terrified. How can you say this is fun? Like, look, <clears throat> I, I I completely uh, appreciate that. When you, in the early days, it's a fucking. <laughs> It is, it's, it's scary, you feel weird, it's like, this is just all strange, you've got like, those voices in your mind being like, eject, 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 um, <clears throat> like, what are you doing, like, all this stuff, man, but, you know, it's the roller coaster effect, man, it's just that thing where it's just, it's terrifyingly exhilarating, where you're, you're doing it, you're pushing yourself beyond your realms of comfort, and when you do your first approach, you're walking on air, man. Like, you know, even these days, like, you know, when I'm when I'm going out there, after the first couple of approaches, it's just that natural narcotic, feeling fucking great about life, walking through the world like a king. It's just, it's a meditation, man. It's therapeutic. And honestly, man, if you've not yet experienced the joys of street seduction, of going out there, breaking the ice for yourself, like, you know, obviously, you know, it's your life, do whatever the fuck you want, but I highly recommend it if you really just want to supercharge your existence, man. It's fucking great. But yeah, man, just bear in mind, you know, we're all different. Um, go out there, experiment, discover your own approach to seduction. But um, as a guideline, just keep those numbers in mind because I know that guys, they like to have a sense of like, all right, this is something I can work towards. So there you fucking go. All right, let's fire off some more questions. So how long have you been doing street seduction for? So I started in July 2020. I think that's, uh, <laughs> that's basically a, a sound answer to that one, man. Next. <laughs> um, what if I have shit logistics? All right, this is a good question. So if you've got shit logistics, so I maybe you're living with your parents or maybe you live in the fucking sticks <laughs> in the middle of fucking nowhere, man. Um, 
So obviously, if your logistics are shit, if you're living in quite a small area, if you, if you live in like a small town, which has not got a high volume of people, then the obvious answer, fucking move. You know, if you want to become great at this, if you really want to uh, just revolutionize your reality and live a life that's abundant in beautiful women, beautiful experiences, beautiful everything, then, you know, make that a mission of yours to move somewhere uh, where you like the women, where it's a city that fits you. Um, Because, you know, we live in a place, uh, in a world right now where yes, you know, it's challenging times, but the world is going to get better, yeah? We are going to all uh, be able to move around freely again very soon. Um, So make that a mission of yours, man. If you're not happy with where you're living at at the moment, find other places to live. Like find places that, that, resonate with yourself yeah um but maybe if you've got like shit logistics if you're living with your parents even if like regardless of of why you have shit logistics i think the key is just to get creative with it man like you know meet girls and go to their place yeah if they've got better logistics than yourself like you know i often go back to girls place um even though my logistics are sweet like it's fucking fun. I love going back to the girls' place. I don't know what it is. Um, it just feels there's something naughty about it. I like being invited back, you know, where to like take your hand and lead you in, and it's like it's just it's just fucking nice, man. Like you know, um, but you know we're all fucking different. But um, what else? Yeah, you could also um, make like <laughs> make a weekend of it, man. So let's say your logistics are shit. Let's say you're living with uh, let's say you're living with your parents. Um, and you don't want them to, uh, <laughs> you don't want them to hear you getting involved. Um, then you can just make weekends of it, you know. Find uh, places that you like that you want to visit, and just go with the whole uh, Airbnb, you know. Find a place, um, you know, book a, a weekend in some like swanky apartment, wherever you can afford, and then make a street seduction session out of it, man. This is great as well. You can uh, integrate this. Maybe, <clears throat> all right. Let's say your name is Charlie. Yeah, Charlie currently lives. Um, or I used to live in the Lake District where there are more sheep than people, yeah? And Charlie really decides that he wants to move to Manchester because he loves the girls in Manchester. So let's say that Charlie's working towards moving to Manchester, but he's just gonna, he's gonna, uh, he's gonna test the waters with Manchester because he's only been there a few times. So he's gonna go to Manchester, book an Airbnb, and he's using the trip not only to enhance his street seduction abilities, but to also explore Manchester as well, to see what the city has to offer, to see if uh, it would be a good fit for him, you know? And if you're making a weekend of it, then you can really soak up the essence of a city rather than just going there for a day. You can, you know, if you're there for a weekend, um, you can, it, you've got more of a chance of actually uh, feeling like you, you get to know a city. Obviously, you'll never, you'll never get to know the city until you are living there, but I think, you know, going the uh, street seduction weekender, <laughs> having a street seduction weekender, is a really good route to uh, exploring new places, experimenting, uh, meeting new girls, and to also, you know, depending on how, uh, uh, what's the word, just on how uh, savvy you are, you can even meet people and set up a fucking social circle, man. You don't fucking know. So yeah, I, I recommend that. If your logistics are shit, that can be a great thing because it can give you a kick up the ass to change your logistics, to go somewhere better, um, and just to, to be living a fucking great life, man. Because remember, yeah, <laughs> we're all gonna fucking die, man. So don't be the guy who's just like static, who's stuck 
um, insaneness in, 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 a, in a situation that he doesn't like. Like, you've got it within yourself to change this shit, man. If you've got a gun to your head, you would make the fucking change. So, if your logistics are shit, there's plenty you can do about it. Alright, man, just took a little break. Let's get back on uh, the question wagon. So, uh, what's this one? Why don't you try going indirect? Because uh, I'm not a fucking gimp. Listen, man, you know if you've been uh, following my content for a while that the whole indirect side of things just does not resonate with me. And look, I appreciate, I understand why guys advocate the whole, oh, going direct, because like, you know, in certain situations, um, it might be more ideal, yeah, to go with the whole indirect thing. But, you know, guys will be like, oh, but, you know, if you're always going direct, then girls might be taken aback. Um, you might lose girls because you're uh, of, of, of the boldness and it's like me shut the fuck up first of all She was never yours in the first place. How can you lose something which was never yours and this whole indirect thing? It's just comes from a place in my opinion of fear It's having this hidden agenda not wanting to own your desire wanting to strategize the best approach just being so tactical about everything and man all that shit's just fucking weird if i see a girl i'm attracted to regardless if we're on the street in a coffee shop in a bookshop i'm gonna go i'm gonna tell her that she looks fucking good that i'm attracted to her i'm not asked about the outcome i'm asked about having that sense of integrity of owning my truth following my desire and being unapologetic in my uh, masculine energy, you know, creating this polarity from the start. And it's, look, it all comes down to personal preference. Do whatever the fuck you want to do. But for me, um, the reason I don't vibe with indirect is because I go through life with clarity of expression. The girl knows why you're there. Oh, excuse me, do you know where the nearest bookshop is? Excuse me, do you know where McDonald's is? Excuse me, do you know where the train station is? It's just, it's so inauthentic that it's laughable. Um, So, yeah, man, listen, if you do the whole indirect thing and it works for you, fair fucking play to you, man. But for me, you know, I champion clarity of expression, authentic expression, um, honest communication, you know what I'm saying? Um, And it just doesn't vibe with me, man. If it vibes for you, that's fucking sweet. Right, let's... uh, Let's consult the paper for another question. Da, 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 da. What to do if you feel weird going back to the same place? Alright, uh, this is a good question. So maybe you've got like a certain spot that you go to, maybe like a, a shopping center or uh, maybe a particular, like maybe on the high street. I don't know. You've got a place that you often uh, frequent and. Uh, you're probably at the early stages you've probably still got you know that social anxiety or like oh are people watching first of all man no one gives a fuck no one gives a fuck if you're going back to the same place often um no one's gonna fucking remember you even if you are going back to the same place um like the same people are most likely not gonna be there anyway even if you're going past like the same shops you know love staff on rotation man there's not gonna be the same people just there day in day out um but you know if, if there is for whatever reason, then just mix up the times, man. Mix up the times that you go there or just mix up the fucking location. Like, just don't go back to the same place. Like, again, if you're in a city which isn't that good, um, move, go uh, have weekends away. But um, it comes down as well, man, to just entering all of your actions with boldness, with audacity. If you're confident, if you're fine with it, everyone else is going to be fine with it, man. A lot of the times, 
Um, permission is such a big thing with street seduction. It's giving yourself the permission to do what the fuck you want to do. If it's not a problem for you, everyone else is sweet with it. It's when you go around with this like, <laughs> as if you're going around with like this dirty secret that like, oh, I'm doing this thing today and people are gonna notice and it all feels weird. Um, you know, the more you do it, the more you immerse yourself and the more you can just be bold and audacious in your daily life. This is key as well, man. Like, I'm gonna go off a little tangent here, but it's fucking valuable. Like, oftentimes guys think that the only uh, necessity for street seduction is to just do street seduction. And I disagree with this. I think in order to become great at street seduction, you have to become great at life. Yeah, you have to become great at. Um, practicing self-adoration, of loving the absolute fuck out of yourself, of having a reality that you enjoy. And I appreciate that it's a chicken and the egg thing. Which comes first, getting good at street seduction or creating a life that you're happy with? Like, do both simultaneously, man. Do fucking both. Like, work on yourself, work on your street seduction. But don't just think that all you have to do, like, in old school pickup, is learn, like, techniques, learn lines, learn, like, this, like, trickery. Um, it's having this full-bodied existence whereby um, you enjoy the fuck out of your life and when you get to that point, when you just do not give a fuck and when you are your own personal point of origin, street seduction becomes a lot easier, man. It really fucking does because no longer are you going out there with this sense of like, oh, you know, feeling really needy, feeling really like, oh, I need permission. It's like, mate, you just don't give a fuck. You're going out there, having a good time. If it's an absolute car crash, you've got your fucking sweet life. So, you know, work on your life, work on your street seduction, but don't just think that, you know, um, getting great at street seduction is the only thing you have to do. It's about wanting to create a life for yourself, which is just fucking outrageously beautiful, okay? So, you know, beautiful women are a beautiful byproduct of a beautiful fucking life. So, yes, learn street seduction, but at the same time, don't neglect your life. Don't neglect self-adoration of being the fucking guy, being the king of your absolute existence, man, because that's going to set you in a good place, yeah? So, in your life, be audacious, be bold, love the fuck out of yourself, and good shit will happen to you, man. Uh, next question. How tall are you? Uh, about six foot one, man. Uh, probably about six foot three for a pair of Timberlands. <laughs> uh, yeah, this question usually gets strapped on. Uh, <laughs> strap on, man. Uh, usually gets strapped on to the end of emails or like messages or whatever. Like Christian, uh, email, 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 and then uh, by the way, how tall are you? Cheers, bye. <laughs> uh, but yeah, man, I was six foot one. Um, next question. Advise me for a long-term strong relationship. This is an interesting question because when I first got started uh, with street seduction, I was of the belief that every guy who did this um, was just in it for like uh, fun. You know, they weren't looking for anything serious. But the more I've got involved with it, the more guys I spoke to, um, speaking with uh, with Dan, a camera guy in London who's been in the game for a long time, um, I realise now that a lot of guys are uh, they get involved with uh, street seduction because they want a girlfriend, they want a long-term partner. Um, And that opened my eyes a little bit because that was a misconception that I had of it, actually. I was like, oh, okay, 
you only do this if you want to have like uh, multiple experiences with multiple girls, have just a fucking like sweet time. Um, but a lot of guys do want uh, a long-term relationship, so maybe that's where you are. Um, so I'll do my best to answer. I'm probably not the best, <laughs> probably not the best um, voice on a strong long-term relationship. Because um, <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely not in it for that, man. I'm not looking for anything um, serious or long-term. I can't really fucking see myself. Uh, committing to <laughs> committing to anybody apart from myself, man. <laughs> just transparent narcissism right there. But uh, I think that's just a healthy way of being, personally. But let's not get into that. So, uh, advise me for a long-term strong relationship. All right, man. Curiosity, curiosity is key. You have to keep that curiosity going. Yeah, you have to maintain uh, that spark of interest. You know, treat your girl, treat your woman like you've just met her for the first time. I think, in my opinion, why relationships crumble is because people in the relationship get complacent. It's it's almost as if like, right, I'm in a relationship with this person now, this part of my life is sorted, I don't need to put any effort in, and that's just like an absolute car crash waiting to happen. Your woman should always feel desired as fuck. You should always have that um, honeymoon type of romance vibe going for, in my opinion, like the, the, the entirety of your relationship. Now look, I'm not unrealistic. I'm not uh, of the opinion that relationships are fucking smooth sailing. You can be happy all the fucking time. Yes, they have their difficulties, but communication as well, man. If you are able to communicate with your woman because fucking hell my men are so shit at communicating at talking this doesn't mean like when i say communication i don't mean you have to have like long full-blown discussion but it comes back to my personal philosophy of clarity of expression saying what you want saying how you feel making the other person feel like they are a part of your life making them feel witnessed and beautiful and desired and sexy not just um treating your uh, not treating your woman like she is no longer a mystery to you, yeah? Because when that mystery dies, the excitement dies. When the excitement dies, you just become that uh, run-of-the-mill couple who <laughs> will just do the same thing day in, day out. Uh, maybe they'll have sex like once a week after match the day. <laughs> um, you know, and that's just such a commonality in the UK. You know, look around like at people's uh, relationships and know you just they just look like they're stifled and I think it's a shame I think um, you know romance all this fucking great thing I'm gonna talk about romance I don't mean fucking like I don't need to be fucking hearts and flowers all the fucking time man like just fucking have these like mind-blowing orgasmic full block full-bodied experiences as often as possible just like keep that sexy vibe flowing man like just make your woman feel like she's the greatest fucking thing on, thing on earth and you know just give her like intense amounts of pleasure like this is just in my opinion if i was getting into a relationship a long-term one you know i would want to just be fucking <laughs> i want to be just like having a fucking unreal time um and there was something else oh yeah as well like you know like be spontaneous as well, man. You know, if you're in a long-term relationship, that shit can get old very quickly. So keep keep the girl, keep your girl on her toes. Like schedule like getaways. You know, have these fucking uh, unreal times, unreal experiences. Like, don't be uh, such uh, fucking uh, wank. Don't be such a wanker that you forget to that you neglect your woman, that you uh, neglect her needs and. 
Also as well, man, this is the final thing I say about a healthy long-term relationship. Have healthy boundaries, yeah? Don't allow yourself to get lost in the relationship. It's very easy to lose yourself in a relationship, to just make that relationship the focus of your existence. Like, yes, make it an integral part of your lifestyle, but at the same time, have a life outside of the relationship. Always have that healthy relationship with yourself first and foremost, because otherwise you can become uh, codependent, yeah? You become needy in the relationship because your whole entire universe revolves around one person. Um, And this is just unhealthy, man. But listen, 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 listen. Like I said, I'm probably, I'm not a relationship counselor. Um, This is just my opinion um, on what makes a relationship solid. Probably better people, well, definitely <laughs> better people qualify for that shit, man. But yeah, listen, if you're looking for um, a long-term relationship, um, then fair fucking place you, uh, you know, go forth um, and hopefully find a woman that is uh, well-suited to you. All right, man, next question. Christian, have you ever done a warm approach? All right, so warm approach being where a girl gives you clear indication that she is into you, yeah? It gives you clear indication that she wants you to speak to her. So maybe you're walking down the street, the two of you make eye contact, she smiles at you, maybe she's with her friend, she sees you, she gives her friend a nudge, they both start looking at you, fucking checking you out, and it's all sweet, man. So in answer to the question, yes, warm approaches, um, absolutely, they they fucking happen. Um, I think it's uh, a key to warm approaching is what we call female fluency, yeah? So most guys are pretty atrocious when it comes to recognizing uh, indications of female interest, right? So they could be walking down the street blissfully unaware of girls who are into them just because they're not paying attention to life. A lot of the time, guys uh, are just looking at, the, <laughs> looking at the fucking pavement, man, looking like eyes downwards, yeah? And, you know, like, what are you doing, man? Are you looking for like fucking pennies or something? Have your sight set right in front of you. It just... It just, it, or obviously, first of all, it means that you're actually going to be able to fucking see the girls. Um, you're not looking at your shoes, man. But also, uh, it just demonstrates that you're a guy who is going through life fucking confidently, who's able to make eye contact with strangers rather than twitching nervously every time uh, he, you know, catches the gaze of somebody. So, have you ever done a warm approach? Yes, like it happens often where I'll be walking, um, girls will notice myself, they'll notice me, um, and then it's just clear from the start, you know, it's on. Um, If you live in a busy city, like obviously, you know, there's there's a a multitude of people, so um, it comes down more so to proximity, you know, so if you're walking close to somebody, two of you are kind of, it's like a jousting match, like coming towards each other, you you lock eyes. Uh, next fucking sweet, isn't it? And then you can use that in your open as well, man. So uh, if you lock eyes with a girl, she smiles at you, uh, circle around and say, excuse me, just noticed you were checking me out. I couldn't allow you to walk past without first having a conversation with you because, you know, I'm just a piece of meat, you know. I've got feelings and shit. <laughs> just uh, something like that, man, you know. But, uh, but yeah, have you ever done a warm approach? Yes. Um, and, you know, don't become dependent uh, on this. Don't become dependent on, like, uh, girls giving you indications that they want to, to speak to you because what uh, street search really is, it, it's cold approaching, yeah? It's going up to girls who um, have no intention of speaking to you and then um, creating unreal experiences and cultivating that based on 
your desire to make things happen. But listen, man, we live in a world where, you know, we're, we're made out of sex. Sex is everywhere. Um, you know, girls are horny, guys are horny. Um, of course, girls are going to uh, show interest in guys they're attracted to, whether that be a look, whether that be a smile, whether that be a flick of the hair. There's loads of things you can look for, man. Female fluency, uh, you know, you'll, you'll gain it the more uh, time you spend around girls. But uh, yeah, in answer to the question, I could have probably just answered that with a yes, but you know, keep that fucking value uh, spread like um, peanut butter. Have you ever done a wall approach? Yes. Actually, actually, just comes to my mind right now. If you watch my video, there's a video uh, on my channel, the running out of things to say, yeah, where there's two girls, there's the walking human sleeping bag uh, and her friend. That was a really interesting approach because basically, me and Dan were walking and them two were coming towards us and her friend, the girl who, um, I was more attracted to the other one, uh, but the one that, the, the friend, gave me uh, such a strong IOI and uh, I saw it and then Dan was like, yeah man, that's fucking on. And then when I circled around, I was more attracted to the friend, all right? So even if a girl gives you an IOI, ask yourself as well, like, are you attracted to her? If she's in a group, <laughs> you might be more attracted to her friends, man. And in which case it's about, you know, being, having that integrity. Don't just go for the girl that's like uh, giving you the signals, like, it's up to you, man. But listen, I'm always going to go for the girl that I am attracted to, even if that means me <laughs> getting no girls. Like, I want to be going for, you know, the that, like, fucking what I want. You know what I'm saying? I'm not just going to, like, um, become a slave to, to to the IOI and be like, right, well, this is a girl I have to go for because she's interested in me. Nah, fuck that, man. I'm going to go after what I want. But yeah, man, something to keep in mind. Ah, this is a fucking good one, man. Why do you spread your legs like that? It looks weird and unnecessary. Yeah, man, it's because uh, it's because I am weird and unnecessary, man. <laughs> it's because uh, basically I spread my legs like that because um, it's in case I need to take an emergency shit. Um, so I spread my legs in such a formation that it will allow the departure of said feces to just slide out much smoother. So um, <laughs> guys, I comment often actually to be like, um, man standing like C Ronaldo, or oh, wait, this guy looks like he's about to take a Ronaldo free kick. <laughs> Uh, yeah, the comments make me laugh, man. Actually, if you want a laugh, yeah, if you want something to do um, that's going to make you chuckle, go over to the video which is a flirting with older foreign women video. Um, and the fucking church brigade have infiltrated on that video, man. I don't know how the fuck they found my videos, man. Obviously, they were searching for day game material. Say no fucking more. <laughs> but anyway, there's this guy, uh, Derek. Derek has written like three separate comments basically banging on about Catholicism, how we're all going to fucking hell and how church is uh, more about uh, like fucking life and shit than uh, the free cookies. <laughs> the free fucking cookies, man. They didn't take well to that, uh, that bit of humour <laughs> in the video. But anyway, yeah, there's a few actually. There's uh, these paragraphs of absolute passion. And, you know, I'm thinking, mate, how the fuck did you uh, come across my, my, uh, this obscure side of a YouTube, man? Like, shouldn't you be like, you know, doing like churchy things and that and watching uh, me chatting to foreign MILFs? <laughs> uh, but anyway, man, yeah, if you want to laugh, go over to that video, read the comments, man. It'll make you, uh, it'll make you uh, chuckle to yourself. <laughs> um, all right, let's finish off with one more question, man, because I'm... Uh, I could go on with these questions for a long time, but you've probably got better shit to do uh, than listen to me ramble on about uh, street seduction. <laughs> Maybe you don't, I don't fucking know, man. But um, final question. 
Um, how much do you end up spending on these dates? This is a good question, man. Like guys will often ask, you know, how much do the dates cost and that? Honestly, man, like a date, yeah. So if you wanna take a girl out to like a cool place that like the both of you are gonna enjoy, like swanky bars in Leeds, I usually go to Greek Street, best place to be. Uh, it's actually quite affordable as well. Um, if you know, if you're going out with a girl and you wanna go to a couple of venues, like, you know, about 30 quid, man. About 30 quid, 30 pounds, whatever that is in, in dollars, I don't fucking know, whatever it is in your currency, uh, convert it over. But yeah, man, about 30 pounds. And, you know, that that's that's a fucking affordable, um, you know, evening of uh, absolute greatness. Like, you can spend less, you can spend more, um, but I wouldn't be spending, like, you know, crazy amounts, man. Like, you don't want to be like presenting yourself as the uh, like fucking sugar daddy or like you know Rockefeller who's gonna be spending like two hundred quid on a night. Otherwise, I think you're just giving off the wrong the wrong signals, man. So yeah, man, thirty quid, chilled evening. Um, you know, don't fucking scrimp. That is what I would say. Like if you're in the UK, you know, don't be taking your girls fucking weather spoons, man. <laughs> Because um, it's just a bit of a come down, isn't it? You know, if you're like, yo, let's go out, where are we going? Oh, Weatherspoons. And you spend like 10 hours in Weatherspoons, man. Like, but anyway, if you want more info on like first dates, I made a first dates podcast, get involved with that. But yeah, man, about 30 quid. Um, yeah, that's that's fucking sound, man. Um, so yeah, man, that really ends the uh, Quenching Curiosity podcast. If your questions have been answered, sweet. If you've got questions um, that haven't been answered, then just get in touch with me, man, uh, ukdaygame.gmail.com and message me on Instagram at christymagician, then more than happy to answer uh, your questions. And look, like I said, for all of these questions, you know, um, this is my personal opinion, um, you know, take from it what you will. You might be thinking I'm chatting pure and utter horse shit. That's fucking fine. But hopefully, you know, you've got plenty of value from this. Food for thought. You know, like we say, man, there really are no rules to this shit. Like, yes, I can give advice, but that is what it is. It's advice. It's just going out there, experimenting, not getting bogged down in uh, theory, in details, in thinking, all right, this is how things will be. It's like, go out there, discover for yourself, experiment without ego, and you know, you know, this this is how you learn, man. It's how I learn by just going, spending time in those trenches, learning on the job, learning in the field, uh, getting feedback, taking feedback on board. You know, you can consume content so you're blue in the face, but the reality is it's just about getting out there and finding what works for you, man. So listen. Thank you. If you've made it all the way to the end of this podcast, absolute legend, true Casanovian, give yourself a absolute bonfire of applause because you're a fucking uh, great, great person and I appreciate you. But yeah, all inquiries about the upcoming uh, UK tour, uh, get in touch with me as well. I will release uh, dates and stuff. Fucking buzz. Can't wait to be uh, spending my time in Devon, in Cornwall, and wherever the fuck else I end up. Just great places, man. Great vibes, great people. Great memories, great fucking times. (laughs) Right, listen, it's Sunday. I'm going to go and do some shit, get involved with life. Have a fucking sweet one. Stay sexy. I'll speak to you on Wednesday. Ta-da.